0: All right, guess who's back? Back again. Uh, yeah. Are you entertained, boys? Are back again with another episode of the OG Podcast. Everything you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports right here for you. I'm Trey Alessio alongside Brandon Ogden in the iHeart Studios. We're going to dissect some trailers, break down a freestyle, maybe some other things for you. We're going to talk some sports few less topics today, but a lot more analyzation. I don't even know if that's In depth. a word. In-depth for you. Uh, for all you pop culture junkies out there. And uh, let's we have a lot to get into, so let's get right into it. Brandon,
1: what up though? Not much. How you I'm, doing? I'm excited for this podcast. Yeah, this, this is, is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. It's so I, I a say, lot of deep
0: shit yeah. going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, we took, last week was the, we, we l- like to keep it like a bi-weekly basis with this podcast.
1: Last week, I, did you have, like... So my puppy got pup. his stitches out because he got neutered and okay. duclawed. De- so so... That, that's we, an important thing. We had to yeah, take that's a little okay. hiatus for
0: that. That's okay. We're back. We have a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. Let's start off with some sports. Yes, sir. Uh, That's kind of the less deep talk. Yep. Talk. Um, so we're starting light and getting to the darker end. But uh, <clears throat> MLB playoffs. Yeah. A lot going on. Testing my I, patience, yeah. testing my stress levels.
1: So, what do you, what do you, what do you think here? So, uh, as a, as a fan of teams that have had some success, um, you know, I think back to like when Iowa was undefeated. I was at the Big Ten Championship game when they played Michigan State. If they win, they're in the College Football Playoff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a Cowboys fan. The last few years, they've been in the playoffs. There's stress levels that you know they're <laughs> very intense. You know, this is it. But my God, there is nothing more stressful or more intense than to me than to baseball playoffs. It is just, I agree. Like every pitch, you just like it's seriously like you sweat. It's a life experience. Yes, (laughs) like every it's like four hours of fucking torture. It really is. And my God, this this playoffs has been like I physically
0: sweat though. That's what's weird. You
1: literally like, like so like last last night the Cubs Dodgers went into the extra innings or to the ninth inning. Yeah, and like. When it was the bottom of the ninth and they had runners on, like I had this like this sickening feeling in my stomach, and like that's what it is. Like it is, it's awful. Yeah, but at the same time, it's awesome. Oh like, yeah, we love great. it. It's great. Yeah, uh, that game five Cubs Nationals. Obviously, the Cubs pulled it out. That was epic. That was probably one of the craziest baseball games I've ever like yeah. been a part. Of. You know, and it was weird. I so I started in my car for that because I picked my little brother up, take him home. Um and the last thing, like when I was driving, they gave up the three-run, the solo home run, then the three-run homer run, to go down four-one. Yeah. And the weird thing with this Cubs team, we're both Cubs fans, obviously, yeah. is I was like, I still like for whatever reason, I still hang on to like I don't get down. I'm never there's never a point where I'm like, okay, they cut, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like I always have this. I don't know if it's false hope, but it's this <clears throat> this sense See, that like they're gonna figure out a way. I I agree. Here's
0: where it's funny because I'm that way, too. I, I like to think I'm optimistic, right. but my dad, who is the biggest diehard Cubs fan I know, is the complete opposite. Yeah. He's the most negative fan right. out there. And, 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 and I love the guy, but I hate watching the yeah. Cubs
1: games with him because I'm just like, shut
0: up. They're still in this. We're good. like.
1: And you know me. I'm usually very pessimistic with my teams. Yeah. I'm always like, my, well, fuck it. Here we go yep, again. Yep. yep. <laughs> my My phrase always, if you ever... Could hack my phone and listen. I call my dad after every time one of my sports team plays a big game. Yeah, and the first thing I say to him is usually typical. <laughs> <laughs> fucking typical. Fucking typical. <laughs> oh, uh, and, I love and, it. but with this Cubs team, I, I will say it's the one team I have that it just kind of feels different. You have a a, a belief. A belief. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know why. Uh, I mean, you would think for the team that hadn't won in 108 years. Granted, they won last year, but you'd think I wouldn't have that with yeah. this. But this is the one team that gives me that. Now, that being said, and we'll kind of get to yeah. the Cubs Dodgers series. I'm scared. It's testing <laughs> scared. Testament. Okay, so
0: let's uh, break down some some uh, series and some scores. Uh, the NLDS, the Cubs and the Nationals. Cubs won the series 3-2. to two. Yep. Uh, We talked about how this was really a stressful series. It came down to the final game. Yep. Uh, Bryce Harper definitely showed that he's a stud, and we would uh, welcome him with open
1: arms uh, next did, year. Did you see he what go. he, did you, uh, he's no, got? It's one been more. a while, right? He's got one more year left oh, on one more Okay. But did you see what he tweeted? Uh, uh, like a
0: while ago? No, No. Just recently? recently. So oh,
1: after, it might have been Instagram or Snapchat. I don't remember which social media yeah. it was. But right after the Nationals beat the Cubs in Game 4 at Wrigley, he took a picture of the red scoreboard, Yeah, and he said, always fun playing here, can't wait to be back.
2: Oh, oh,
1: shit! Dude, he could not make it any more obvious without just saying (laughs) that he wants to be a Cub. Do you know how dominant they would be oh, dude. if they got a
0: little bit of pitching? Because that's really what they need, in my mind. I know their offense needs to wake yeah. the fuck up, but if they got a little pitching, yeah. oh my god, they'd be a dynasty. Oh, it'd be that would be nuts. Um, yeah. So, any anything you really want to break down with um, this uh,
1: NLDS? Series? With this one, no, it was just the Dodgers. Uh, so I don't know if you remember, the Dodgers had that fifty-game stretch where they were like forty-three and seven. Yeah. Just unheard of. Uh, and then towards the end of the year, they kind of fell a little flat. Lost, They lost, like, eight or ten in a row at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and this looked like maybe they were just bored at the end of the regular season. This is when
0: they were playing the Diamondbacks.
1: No, I'm talking, like, at the very end of the, regu- oh, the, regular, the, end of the season. regular season. Oh, the regular season. That's when they lost, like, eight or ten games. Yeah. yeah, yep. And what you saw was they kind of flipped that switch, where I think they were just kind of bored. The end of the regular season didn't matter. They had basically clinched the one season. They kind of pulled a, a Spurs. Yeah, they were like, you know, well, you, we'll take our losses here, yeah. get ready for the postseason, and this is what happened. I mean, they it's hard to beat wild-card teams, um, mm-hmm. and they swept them. I mean, and the Diamondbacks weren't bad. Diamondbacks had a pretty good year, um, and I thought they were going to give them a little bit of a series, but Dodgers just flexed on them. For sure. All right, so we we got those
0: NLDS games down. Uh, switching over to the ALDS, the Astros played the Red Sox. The Astros won that series 3-1. to one. Yep. And then we have the Yankees playing the Indians, the Indian, or the, excuse me, the Yankees won that series three to two. After Anything there?
1: Uh, so the Red Sox were one of the most disappointing teams to me. I thought they had a ton of talent um, and for one of the, the reason, best pitchers. Yeah. And then, and he was not good. Yeah. Uh, two of the he best, got I guess. smoked. He got smoked in game one. Um, And then he came in relief in game four and I think gave up the tying or maybe even the winning run. So they were a little bit of a disappointment, but the Astros are also really, really good. So, I mean, dissect that however you may. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Yankees-Indians series was a ton of fun to watch. Uh, Indians take a 2-0 lead. Uh, Game three, they got Kluber. Kluber, or was it game two, they pitched Kluber. Kluber either way got demolished. Then in game five, they come back with Kluber. And again, just wasn't very good. Uh, I was really impressed. The Yankees are—they're a little bit like the Cubs were. Um, was it three years ago when they made the NLCS? They went as the wild card, beat the Cardinals, oh, yeah. then lost to the Mets. Yep. Where they're ahead of schedule, and this is really good for them to get this exposure, yeah. get this experience, because uh, no one thought they would be here. This I'm kind of—I
0: don't know—I'm kind of rooting for the Yankees just because nah. I, I know I don't want to root for them, but I always like when like there's a dominant team or you know they the blue blood. Yeah, they're the blue blood. They kind of go away for a little bit and then you see them come back. It's yeah. always I just think that storyline is always kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not a just, Yankees fan. Yeah. It's the Yankees. I think everybody, Yankees, I think but... everybody
1: would say it's good for baseball when the Yankees are better or mm-hmm. it's good for college football when Notre Dame's better. Yeah. Or Texas or US, you know. Sure. But I feel like the Yankees are the one team where everybody's like it'd be okay if they <laughs> Everybody for a hates long time. them except yeah. their core fan base. Yeah, so. yeah
0: I get that. Uh I I have to root for Aaron Judge though. I just I like the guy. You're not a fan.
1: See, you know my roommate, one of my best friends, uh, is a diehard Yankee fan, yeah. and, and all you hear is "All Rise" and <laughs> Judge this, uh, Judge that. Uh, so you get so, you get too much from
0: that end. That I, I do. It, okay, but uh,
1: I, I won't. I'm not gonna take it. He's a phenomenal hitter, although he's looked lost in this. Uh, the yeah, AL, he hasn't done ALCS, much. Yes, but um, phenomenal player, great potential, but. Okay. A little overplayed. That's
0: fair. All right, now we move to the NL and AL CS. Um so let's start let's start with the AL because I know we have more to talk about on the NL since yeah. we're Cubs fans. Uh the Astros and the Yankees, the Astros lead the series 2 to nothing. Are they playing tonight? It's it's right now. Oh, they're going it right now. Started. Okay. Um any score on that one zero, yet? 0 top of Did the it just start? Oh, just okay. Started. It just started. Okay, so we will uh if we I'll have any yeah, we'll keep you updated if we get a score update. So we'll we'll just go into the NLCS. We have a lot to talk about here. Uh the Cubs versus the Dodgers. Dodgers lead the series 2-0. Like you said, you have that belief. Right. We ha- we have that belief that we think the Cubs are just they're going to pull it out somehow. But really in all honesty, when you look at it like on paper, you look at how the Cubs are playing, it should. We should be scared. Like yeah. that's just. I don't know. So, I they, their offense looks shitty. Yeah. Um. Their bullpen doesn't look the greatest. <laughs> uh. I just everything we we always score with home runs. I feel like, and when you're relying on home runs, I don't think that's yeah. really a great thing. Right. So I mean, what what do the Cubs have to do to really turn this around? Right. You
1: well, let me just first say I I kind of figured game one was going to be a loss. Yeah. But it was a good loss. It was. Uh, I mean not, it was close. The, the bullpen we, the bullpen didn't get two tacks. Yeah. We saved our main guys. So I felt okay coming out of that. Sure. Um game two with Lester on the mound versus old ass, shitty ass, <laughs> former cub Rich Hill. Yeah. And Rich Hill looked like Clayton Kershaw. I mean we couldn't hit him. And, and that's that's the scary part. Yeah. Lester pitched well. I did not for the life of me understand up one nothing runners on first and second. Why do you pitch to Turner? Walk him. Oh, Go lefty on lefty, yes. even though it's Bellinger who's all, out of this world. Yeah. Are you saying at chances. the end there? No, I'm saying in like the fourth oh, inning beginning. or fifth okay. inning when okay. they tied it. Okay. It was 0-0, or it was one nothing Cubs. Turner was up with two outs if you walk him. Lester, lefty versus Bellinger, lefty. Yeah. And I think Lester had gotten him out pretty much every time. Okay, um, So I didn't understand that. And then, um, obviously, Joe going to Lackey at the end. I kind of tweeted out. Yeah, we can blame Joe for that. Probably should have gone to Wade. But at the end of the day, it, the Cubs offense, if oh, yeah. you're going to score one run, it, it doesn't matter anyway. I, I agree with that. Uh, so I, I don't blame that as much on Joe. I think, this, I think it's more about the bats. And it, it's, not, it's one thing to strike out. It's one thing to make outs. But the way they're doing it. Uh, First pitch, swinging out, three strikes in a row. Jansen threw, what, two or three strikes last night? Everything else was out of the zone. The Cubs just chased it. Sure, Uh, They're just uncompetitive at bats, and that's that's the scary part.
0: For real. Uh, I know you probably have a take on this, so what's your take on the controversial call from Game 1 when... They th- right. was it
1: Shorber who threw it in, yeah, and they blocked the plate. Yeah. I sl-
0: I say that with quotations. Yeah, so, and then Madden got
1: thrown out. Yeah, I kind of tweeted about this as well. But to me, one, it's a bad rule, but two, I thought it was a bad in- bad interpretation of a bad rule. Yeah, what I mean by that, he wasn't physically out in front of the plate where uh, the runner Culverson, could not get around him or would have had to go through him. Sure, okay, it was a foot. Mm-hmm. How many? Bad injuries are going to see if someone sticks a foot out when someone's sliding. Yeah, really not that many. Uh, it was an instinct thing. It was natural reaction. That's what what else is Contreras to do except for just let him what score? He, yeah. I mean, I mean, so that part is hard to swallow for me. That part that that's bad for baseball, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because then you take away an exciting play at the plate yeah I mean um, we all would right. love to see that and, and I would feel that way I think even if it wasn't if it would have gone the other way mm-hmm. I would have thought that was a bad rule um but at the end of the day it, it was the correct call the Des Moines native Eric Cooper was the one who made the call um huh. but good shout out I mean uh, it, it's hard uh and it, should it is what it is. it is what it is yeah and then I will uh, say I thought it was good for Madden to go out, try to get the guys excited, let him know he's yeah, got his... Okay. You know, I, I thought that was good to go out there okay. and get kicked out. He did have his boys back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so,
0: I don't know, you may have touched on a little bit, but what were your thoughts on the late inning pitching decision? To stick with Lackey yeah. in game two.
1: It's hard. It's hard. Uh, you want to save, save Wade in case you get the lead. Yeah. Um, because you're, you, you're the visiting team, so you'll have a chance to save it out. Mm-hmm. Lackey's got a ton of pitching or playoff experience. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. With the way the Cubs bullpen is pitching and with how they've been used so far in the playoffs so heavily, mm-hmm. If you're Joe Madden, what do you do? Do you yeah. pitch a guy till his arm falls off? Remember, Wade Davis is a year away, year removed from having arm surgery because his true. arm had, true. you know couldn't hold it up.
0: So, uh, and I know my dad has no no trust in uh, Carl Edwards Jr. right Which, now, but
1: he pitched well. He pitched well. He pitched. A, he got out of the sixth and pitched yeah, the clincher the last game. Yeah, uh, Ron Doan's not very good. Uh, you're not going to go to a starter. I mean, so you're 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 left with shitty options if you're Joe mm-hmm. Madden. Yeah. So, uh, you got to play what you have. True, you did. You um, didn't play the right card. Um, what are you going to do? Yeah. What What killed them was Lester's got to be able to go sixth there, so you can go seventh. Edwards, eighth. Stroke, ninth. Davis. Definitely. And that didn't happen. So Definitely. That's Man. where it all. That's where the plan went
0: went away. So yeah. yeah. At least uh, the next game is in the shy town, so Chicago, hopefully got, we'll get some momentum. Got
1: Hendricks, who I think if there's anybody you want in this situation, is a cool, calm Kyle Hendricks. Yep.
0: Just keep the fucking ball down, please. Yep
1: yep, yep. yep. All right.
0: Um. Anything else on baseball before we move to some football?
1: No. Let's move on.
0: All right. Uh, college football update. So we have some scores here. Some yep. notable games. Uh. Crazy week. Yeah. Friday turned out to be an upset Friday. Friday yep. the thirteenth. Syracuse beat number two Clemson twenty-seven to twenty-four, and Cal beat number eight Washington State thirty-seven to three. Were you surprised by
1: these scores? Yes, <coughs> by both of them. Yeah, the Clemson one—if you were watching—it wasn't as surprising. Their starting quarterback gets hurt, got knocked unconscious. Oh, yep, yep. So, I mean, you can kind of see that one, but I still, actually forgot about that. You yeah. would think Clemson would have enough talent to still beat Syracuse even yeah. with the backup. Yeah. Yeah. So that one definitely surprising. The Washington State one was more surprising because of the score because of how dominant <coughs> Cal, not of a great Cal team looked against a Washington state team who was hot. Yeah. Uh, I hate to push you on the spot. Uh, do you remember Mike
0: Leach's like quote? He said some, some, he was basically gunning his own team. Oh yeah, He was just talking about how horrible. Yeah. What were. did he say? It was funny. It was like a uh, pathetic front liners or something, yes. something oh, along man. those lines. Uh, uh, you got to love Mike Leach. Oh, he's Cracks me up. He's, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's a treat. Yeah, um then I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, number 17 Michigan barely beats yeah. Indiana 27 to 20 in
1: overtime, I believe. Was I it know, in overtime? I think so.
0: you, you I think you might be right there. Uh, LSU beat number 10 Auburn 27 to 23. Number 12 Oklahoma barely beats Texas in the a Red River a Rivalry. Week
1: removed from losing to Iowa State. That Six. is
0: correct. Um with the backup quarterback. Probably The biggest win in Iowa State history. I went to Iowa State, so we got to show them some love. Close, right up there, yeah. Yeah, Uh, they so Oklahoma beat Texas twenty nine to twenty four. Number eleven Miami barely beats Georgia Tech twenty five to twenty four. So a lot of upsets, a lot of teams barely squeaking by. Uh, college int- college football is very interesting, very weird this year. Yeah. Um, any anything you have there?
1: Right. Well, I just thought so. I, I kind of figured throughout the whole year from everything I'd seen, it was basically Bama, Clemson, everybody else. Yeah. Um, and then the Clemson, fact that Clemson goes Clemson down. obviously showed they're not quite there yet. Um, that their quarterback's healthy. Yeah. I think they're up there. Bama by far right now the best team in the country oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, then there's just a lot of Good, but not great. Sure. And and what Bama shows year in and year out is that consistency that they don't slip up to a bad team. Yeah. Um, The SEC is in some trouble. I think the Pac-12 just lost out on a chance for the playoff. I agree. Big Ten, I think, locked the playoff spot. Um, ACC, close to a lock, I think. SEC, obviously, I think is a lock between Georgia or Bama. Yeah. And the Big 12, I think, is really showing out as well.
0: And I think Georgia... Went up to number two, I think. Uh, Or I think Penn State might be two. Maybe Georgia's three. Uh, Next week, matchups. We have some pretty compelling ones. I'm a Notre Dame fan, so this one uh, fancies me. But uh, number 11, USC, at number 13, Notre Dame. Uh, I was listening to ESPN, and uh, this one, I mean, even without listening to ESPN, this one has some playoff implications. Um, They both have one loss, and really... I hate to say it, but whoever loses this game is probably game. out of the playoffs. Elimination game. Because I don't know if you've seen Notre Dame's schedule moving forward, Dude, it's but tough. it's fucking packed. It's tough. Every I, I believe I saw it, every, and it may have changed with the new AP poll. I, I, don't, I haven't seen an updated one with this stat. But uh, every game is ranked for Notre Dame except Wake Forest. Yeah. So you have to think if they win out, they're in the
1: playoffs. Yeah, and no, absolutely. I they really are playing good. They are. They are. Uh, so, and I, I agree. I think if they went Not out, just tooting my own home no, like, a, like a homer, they're playing good, if man. If they went out, which I don't think they will, uh, they have a <clears> chance, <throat> but I, I think this is actually probably This their will be a true game. test. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think USC is all that good. I think yeah. Notre Dame at home, I think they should win this game, honestly. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this is definitely. No reverse psychology. Nope, nope. Uh, this okay. is definitely good. an elimination game. Though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And then uh, another compelling matchup, we have number 19 Michigan at number 2 Penn State. I think college game day may be here. Uh, I would assume. I, I think so. Um, how for real is Penn State? I think they're pretty for real. Uh, I think, I think but we've talked about it before. Barkley's probably the front runner in the Heisman race. Yeah. Uh, what do you think here?
1: Yeah, I think Penn State is for real. This one, the only thing that scares me about this, I don't think Michigan's very good. Okay. But Michigan's defense is really good. Michigan's yeah. defense is probably the most athletic defense in the country, I think definitely the fastest. Okay. Um and that's going to be a, a challenge for a a Penn test. State team. Sure. Uh this is a Penn State team <laughs> that put up a shit ton of yards on Iowa but yeah. couldn't they I, I, they scored one touchdown against Iowa and it was with no time left on the clock. Yeah. So it'll be a tough test. That being said, I don't think Michigan will score on Penn State. Um but a bloodbath. I think it'll be just I mean It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll you know Pack your own guts, as Dabo Sweeney says. Nice. Because uh, there's going to be some hitting, some trash talking. Um, Hardball hard football. Hardball is is always up for the task when it comes to these top teams. So it, it's going to be a good competitive game, low scoring game. I, I think Barkley makes one or two plays that puts Penn State puts on them on top. The top. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit of Heisman. We talked. Uh, we
0: think Barkley's probably the front runner. Yeah. Who else would you say? I think Mayfield's up there?
1: probably number two right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, they didn't beat Iowa State, but then he comes back, has a really good game against Texas. Yeah. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's probably off. I think because I think they just lost to NC State the week before, so I, I'm kind of canceling him off. Uh, and then after that, I mean, off the top of my head, I think J.T. Barrett's played himself into. Okay. Um, some some talk. Let me throw this at you. I know I'm a homer with this, no,
0: but my boy Josh Adams, he does have good numbers. Yeah, if, he's got. If you num- look at him, he has multiple stat lines that are better than Barkley. Um, I don't know if they keep winning, you may if they, you may talk got, about he's,
1: him. He's one of those guys. They've got to They've got to make the playoffs, basically, for him to okay. have a chance. The other name I'm going to throw out is Bryce Love from Stanford. Dude's putting up. Yeah, people are talking about him. numbers. Okay. All right, Heisman Talk. Let's move on to some
0: NFL, uh, some notable games here. The Vikings beat the Packers 23-10. to 10. Uh, The big takeaway from this, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and may be out for the rest of the year. That status is still up in the air. I think he just yeah, had surgery on it. Um, most likely. The are they you know. done for now?
1: Let me just say, of course, he leads a comeback against the Cowboys the week before, and <laughs> oh. then he breaks his collarbone. Yeah, that's fucking typical. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> call him up typical yeah. no i did me and my dad talked about that last night um uh it's tough um th- this might i don't know if you've heard this theory i'm gonna throw it out okay the only way the packers to me make the playoffs is if they sign tony romo uh, do you think that, a, do you think that's feasible do you think I, it could actually happen it's tough he's from wisconsin he grew up a huge Packers yeah. fan. I think he could definitely still play. No, he can, he can still play. I have no doubt about that. The problem is going to be one, you got to give him, first off, you got to write him a blank check. Put your number down. Whatever you yeah. want, we'll give you. True. The problem for him, he's all about his health, physical well being. The Packers do not have a good O-line. So that might scare him away. Yeah. Um, but if you can get him past that, boy, I don't know. You put him with a team that's got Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson, Ty Montgomery. It's hard to say no to. That is true. Um, I don't want to bring politics into
0: this, but do, do, does anybody show some love for Cap? Bortles is sucking major donkey dick. Do, do the Jags show Cap some love?
1: or They should. If any team should, I think it would be the Jags because they, they could do some nasty stuff. Yeah. Read option-wise with him and Frenette. Because they
0: do have some talent. They no, are yeah, better than last year. That
1: defense is for real. Yeah. Uh, I think I said that last week. I mean, that, that's a for real defense. Uh they're just they have no quarterback play to scare anybody. Yeah. They need another receiver or a tight end, but that's beyond the point. Cap would be an interesting option there. I don't think the Packers would sign him. He yeah. doesn't really fit their offense. Okay. But man, someone, it's a conversation that needs to be. Yeah, someone needs to pick him up, I I think. Cuz the the thing is, politics aside, he's better than probably half the quarterbacks in the league. Right I mean, now. the dude played the, the dude played in a Super Bowl. A close was, one at that. He was one, he was, he was he one play away yeah. from being a Super
0: Bowl champion. Exactly. So I don't know that it. it that's another conversation to be had. But uh, we will keep moving on. The Patriots really kind of barely squeaked by the Jets. Yeah, they, they kind of came back by in the a end. Shitty call. Yeah, uh, they beat the Jets twenty-four to seventeen. Do you think the Patriots
1: are in trouble? They're still going to win their division. Probably be a decently high seed, but they are in trouble. That defense is bad. Yeah. Defense is Josh McCown. I mean, lit up that defense. So uh, it's not a good defense. Uh, the offensive line is struggling. Brady's holding the ball longer to throw the ball deeper because he doesn't have Julian Edelman to can throw I, the ball through. Can I throw out for a major years. hot take? Yeah.
0: <clears throat> is Tom Brady just quite possibly not as all time great as we think with his receivers and his? Uh, pieces out. I mean, I know he's one of the greatest, obviously, but I mean.
1: Listen, I'll I don't be know. the first one I to know. argue with you about Tom Brady, and I think he's overrated to an extent. To, to what I mean been he's definitely as. great, but yes. he's a top five do, quarterback, but he's not the greatest. He's but not they do dump Manning the ball either. off a lot, right. you have to say. Right. But this year they've actually gone the opposite because they don't have Edelman. Yeah, and has been in and out. They throw the ball much deeper this year and they're is, struggling a little which bit. Which is hurting them. Yes, to an extent. But I blame more of that on um The defense. The defense, the offensive line. Okay. Running game hasn't really gotten going either. I, this isn't Brady's fault. It, yeah. it, it's not Brady's regressing. It's that was not my Brady hot take. needs to retire. Yeah. It's not that it's more the defense than anything else.
0: Okay. I'm all for the uh Manning over Brady talk, but oh, that's God. another discussion. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I'm, sure, so I'm sure I'm sure we could get nick on that since we agree we need a little argument there, but uh yeah, Patriots could be in trouble. Uh moving on, the Cardinals beat the Buccaneers 38 to 33. Adrian Peterson got traded to the Cardinals um, after David Johnson got hurt, and he's out for the year. Uh, AP looked like his old self. Yeah. He uh, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Do you think this could bring them back uh, to your Super Bowl <laughs> predictions, <laughs> no. like
1: you said? No, but, but I will say Palmer played really well. Fitzgerald had a great game. AP ran the ball really well. Um, it makes him more competitive. Um, he's just not David Johnson. Okay, um, and that's kind of why I picked them at the beginning of the year because David Johnson to me is the best running back in the NFL. Uh, you and I, boy, crazy. Uh, so I don't think he, I don't think he does that much. I think he makes them better. They'll win a few more games. I think they have a chance. That division's a little bit down. Um, Rams might be for the, real. The Rams are pretty freaking good. But if the Rams are the best team in that division, the Cardinals have a chance with that defense um, if Palmer's playing it's 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 dependent on Palmer now. Sure. Pearson's not you're not going to give them the ball 30 times a game and say go win me a game. Mm-hmm. Um so if Palmer can throw the ball if they can use a little more play action they have a chance to win the division.
0: Okay. Okay. And then the Steelers beat the Chiefs 19 to 13. Uh really the the Steelers and I'm a Ravens fan. The Steelers and the Ravens are both way up and down yeah. every week. Who two, knows what you're going to get. two
1: most inconsistent teams um I think by far. Okay. And
0: I I can't argue that they really are. Um, one week the Ravens look great. Another week they lose thirty to three to the Jaguars. So, uh, but my question here: the Chiefs are undefeated no more. How for real are they?
1: Good question. Uh, I still think they're right now good, but not on the level of Super Bowl caliber quite yet. I don't know because uh, the AFC it's young. Everybody's kind of shown they have their flaws the Chiefs have shown they've had less than everybody else I still would say right now they're the favorites in the AFC um as of right now yeah um but it's close I don't I I don't I never bought into the hype that everybody had leading up to this game about them I thought they were really really good really solid football team Mm -hmm. But they've also been one of those teams that in the playoffs have never been able to... Get over the hump. Right. Yeah. So until they do that, I'm not going to put a ton of stock into them. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year they get over that hump. Okay.
0: All right. And then our last uh, sports topic, I have to show some love for our Barstool homies. Uh, Are you excited for Barstool Van Talk on ESPN2 at 1 a.m. Primetime, baby.
1: It's crazy. It Uh, is. It's
0: honestly inspiring for, like... A podcast like us, obviously, we only have two, 200 followers right now, you know. But, uh, I mean, I I personally have aspirations of being on the level of a barstool sports, pardon my take. Uh, it's it's cool that they're making moves and getting on ESPN. Yeah. I, I mean, think that's, it's cool.
1: That's incredible. It shows you what ESPN thinks of them, what, yeah. what they were doing to the market. Uh, I mean, it's a cult-like following. It uh, is. I mean, I can't go without listening to, to PMT every week, so... Uh, it, it, incredible achievement, and uh, I, I think, I think they have a chance to make it really good. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously they're gonna ESPN have to bank the, on people recording it, right? I think. Yeah, I mean the ratings, it's gonna be tough, but at that slot with some of these stoolies, I mean they might win that. True, that hour. So. It's it's crazy because
0: literally, I think within a day. They put up a new Twitter account for this Barstool Vantalk, yeah. and it already has 45,000 followers. It's, yeah. it's insane to me. Yeah. Um, all right, so good for them. We will uh, move forward to a little more deep dissection
1: of Be- some shit. Hold on before we do that. Yeah, also, not like anybody really cares. The NBA starts tonight.
0: NBA starts tonight. Yeah, Celtics,
1: right. Cavs, Kyrie versus LeBron. Ooh, touche. And then Rockets. It's regular season? Yeah. Holy Tip shit. Tonight's opening night. That's crazy. And then, crazy. then uh, the other game tonight is Rockets-Warriors.
0: Good looking out. I didn't even, I wouldn't have thought that. Mm. Um,
1: yeah. All right. NBA for you, NBA foolies. Which we'll we'll get into more NBA stuff once we, baseball, playoffs. Yeah. Down there's a
0: little day. bit more fun stuff in our minds, but we'll get to the NBA. All right. Uh, let's move on to some movies and TV. Uh so the biggest news in our heads Woo. right now: some Star Wars, the Last Jedi trailer. Um, quite so. This trailer premiered on October 9th during uh, Monday Night Football. You may have heard it here first. I think uh, I saw some rumors flying around there. I tweeted it out. Um, Mark Hamill actually tweeted and kind of hinted deleted at it and then deleted it. Uh, but yeah, so come to it, it was true. Monday Night Football. The new trailer dropped. First of all. I have to go out and boldly say this. This might this possibly might be the best trailer of all time. Like it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. It was insane. It was great, dark. Just I loved it. Yeah. So to me you, you could argue that they might have dropped in a little bit too many spoilers possible. You know, we we we're obviously going to speculate. I have a shit ton of notes on this, but um yeah, it was a great trailer. Yeah. What
1: what do you think? So to me the greatest trailer that I can really remember seeing and being like, okay, that was awesome. Yeah, was Great Gatsby. Okay, do you remember that that trailer for me? Was that with the Jay Z music yeah, Jay-Z and stuff? Yeah, Kanye. Okay. Uh, when that trailer hit, I was like, damn. Yeah. Got to see it. Granted, movie was a little, the movie's little just let okay. down, but that was the best trailer I've ever seen. This, huh. I, this one, I would have never thought that. Yeah, this okay. one. It might have topped. Oh, oh my god, dude, it was incredible. It was so good. I lo- I seriously have watched it probably twenty times, yeah, man. It, it, everything you wanted. Uh, it's maybe those, even a little bit more than even what a we little wanted. Bit more, but maybe you were like, I could have used a little bit more too. You know, like, uh, I'm a we're little degenerate.
0: Yeah. We are degenerates. All right, so we're gonna totally dissect this thing. You're probably gonna think we're Star Wars geeks because we are. Yep. But uh, let's break this thing down. Um, so first of all, the, the first thing that pops out to me in this trailer, Luke says, I see this raw strength only once before it didn't scare me enough. Then it does now. So when Luke does say that, does that hint that Ray and Kylo Ren may be siblings? Because obviously in the force awakens, we find out that Kylo Ren trained with Luke Mm -hmm. to be a Jedi. Obviously he defected and went to, the dark side and became one of the knights of Ren. And so when I first hear that, I immediately think that the person that he's seen it once before has been Kylo Ren. And now he sees it with Ray. And if you piece it together,
1: could they be siblings? What do you think? I took it a different way. Okay. You want to take I'm glad. My way, tell me. The way I think of it is he's talking about the power of the dark side, he's talking about um, the Death Star. Vader, Grand Moff, you know from the original series, just the total power, all being with the Palpatine, all of that, okay, or Darth City. That's fair. That's fair. And then I think he's thinking now the First Order is closing in, is is taking over as more powerful even than the Empire was. Okay. So to me, it's more bigger picture, bigger dark side okay okay than, that's fair then directly kylo and ray are brother sister
0: and we have to throw a disclosure in here trailers do a great job of like making you think one thing right. and then it being completely yeah. different and i think we'll talk about that at one point because i'm coming I, up I, I you, did, point about you did that. say I something think. about that earlier um before this but uh so you don't you you don't think that
1: ray and kylo ren are siblings I don't. I just think that's a cop out. I think. I think it is too. I, I, I don't want that to happen. I think that's too easy. I think that Star Wars is Star Wars is too smart for that. T- that's a dumb. That's a dumb it, so here, person's thought. Like here's, that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's like when you're first talking and you're coming up with these characters and you're like, that's the first theory you think of. Yeah. And Star Wars I, I think, always
0: does a good way of
1: being like they throw a twist. Everybody, list. yeah. Everybody's thinking this.
0: It's completely off the wall. But I don't know, man, like just with that trailer that I just that's yeah. what I think the I,
1: problem becomes the the universe it shrinks the way we know it is so small anyway, yeah, that who else could it be it that' it would make sense, more. you know, yeah, so maybe they have to be i don't know it's it's hard well, here's the way, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more, but I, I th- should just thought of a random
0: theory, okay, well, you want me to go first, and then yeah, go ahead, okay, so the I definitely think it's a cop out. I agree with that. I think it shrinks the universe, and I personally don't want them to be siblings. But I think if you do make them siblings, I think it's compelling. Just because clearly we're gonna in the end we're gonna get brother versus sister, dark versus light, like, and it's gonna be compelling. And then maybe one defects over. We'll get to that. But I I, either way, I think it's compelling, and I think it could work yes it shrinks the universe yes it's predictable but maybe it, it has to happen who knows
1: but what, what what's your right, theory? So this just literally popped into my head <laughs> i uh, love it so this is a rough draft <laughs> okay beta what <laughs> if ray is leia's daughter but not han's oh daughter. shit oh remember shit. what we learned in seven was han and leia had kind of been a on a hiatus. Out. Yeah, they hadn't really seen each other much. Yeah, maybe Leia got a little one Ooh, night. Okay, and so and she R.I.P. Remember she? Yeah. <laughs> remember she's always talking about her mom. Like, when is my mom gonna come back? Yeah, right. So maybe and then remember at the end, Ray and Leia kind of look at each other. They and have a moment. A very deep. They have a definite there. moment. So maybe that's wow. a little plot twist. Maybe they're stepbrother, stepsister.
0: Okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know if Ruff, I've heard that before either. Draft. I mean, rough draft. That's fair. Who knows? We will find out, I guess. Um, all right. And then so at the end of the trailer, this is probably one of the most compelling things in this trailer. Uh, at the end of the trailer, Ray said, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. And then Kylo Ren extends a hand to her. Uh, let, me, let me capitalize on that, and then we'll talk about that. Luke also says in this trailer, this isn't going to go the way you think. So a couple questions I'm going to throw at you. Is, is Luke talking to Ray? Could Ray be defecting from Luke's training the same way Luke did Yoda? And the then: same way
1: Rey, or Kylo did to Luke?
0: Okay, Very true. And then the grand question of them all:
1: Is Ray going to turn to the dark side? All right, let's break it down. Let's break it down. It's a lot. That is.: Okay, so first I want to talk about Luke's quote. This isn't going the way you think it. Or going to go this isn't going to think. go the way the way you think. Yep. To me, I think he's talking to Leia. Okay. Okay. And
0: we don't we don't specifically see him talking to Ray. Right.
1: At this point. Right. I think that because I think Le- Leia's always the optimistic one. Yeah. This is his voice of reason. Right. Encounter. And so she's saying we can fight this. We can win this. We've seen this before. We've done it before. And Luke kind of. Because this evil is so much different than what he's seen before, he's saying it's not going to go the way you think it is. Okay, that's kind of my working theory there. All right. Okay. The Ray one. I need someone to show me my place in all this. This was my theory when I first saw it, and we talked about it.
0: The trailer or the the Force the, first the trailer.
1: Okay. I told you this. I think this could be some great cinematography. Okay. I think this could be Star Wars throwing us a little loop. <laughs> a in little curveball. Maybe she, because to me, I think she's got to be talking to Luke about this. I okay. think she's getting ready to start her training. She's trying to get him to train her. He doesn't really want to. And she's like, you got to show me my place because I don't know where I belong. I'd be so pissed and then if that's, they did that. That's going to get Luke to be like, okay, I have to train her. Yeah. That's my working okay. theory again. Okay. Again, you never know. So it's a cinematography trick. I to me, I think it's got to be. Okay. Otherwise, I think they gave away way too much in this trailer. Yeah. And I'll honestly be pissed if I go to the movie. And it and just happens the right. way the yes. trailer. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Also, don't forget, Star Wars has done trailers before where whatever is in the trailer, the trailer sometimes doesn't it's not even, even make in the, the movie. movie. Yep. So that's fair. You never know. Okay. Okay. And then, what was the last question?
0: Uh, just basically, do you think Ray, Ray could would- defect? From Luke's training the same way Luke did Yoda the same way it's tough i I, I, I Luke. could
1: definitely see that um again to me that's kind of a cop out yeah, um but I don't know that that one's tough that, I mean that's the that's the question right yeah that that's what this Star Wars is about um and I don't know i I struggle to think that she will, but I think she'll definitely be tempted here's another question I don't have the doc, but I think it's very
0: necessary so the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and the director kind of trolled everybody, and everybody speculating. And I think it was Vanity Fair. They're like, "Who is the Last Jedi?" And he straight up said, "Luke is." Yeah, but I don't know. I I, I really think Ray might be like we see her with the saber. We if she's going to defect, maybe she grows bigger than Luke. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I think maybe he's kind of throwing us a, a a kink in things too. Yeah. Because I, I definitely with with Ray having this force, you know, with no training, and Luke possibly. You think it's to um, who'd you say it was to again? Oh, you never mind. You were just saying it's the the big picture, right. dark side. But if he is saying it to Ray and it being about Kylo Ren, you know that that she has this force. Like
1: that's some that's some crazy shit. Yeah, I don't know. My my always my theory when I first saw this title was always that Luke's the last Jedi, but he's training Ray to be Didn't the next take over. Jedi. Okay, that's fair. Okay, uh, moving
0: on here. So uh, I guess we could throw this into before we move on to the next thing. Uh, is there a chance they're trying to trick us, like you said, with cinematography, and somehow Kylo Ren will turn good? Is there any chance there? I
1: don't know. I I think I think for what we've seen from Kylo is he's always going to be fighting that good mm-hmm. with the evil. I feel the um, pull to the light. Yeah, he's always going to be kind of torn, but in the end I think he's always going to lean more towards the dark. Okay. Okay. Um now this is some
0: some deep shit right here. So Kylo Ren says, "Let the past die. Kill it." And then it shows him ready to shoot his mother, Leia, from his little ship. So, is Kylo Ren going to kill his mom and his Spoiler, Dad, Han Solo, R.I.P. John. Now, before you answer this question, John Boyega, the actor who plays Finn, said in an interview a while back that they are going. They send off Carrie Fisher, R.I.P. in a great way. But can it really be that great if Kylo Ren simply kills her? I mean, what do you think?
1: To me, I have to say no because I'm pretty sure we've got confirmation that she's in the last one, right? Yeah, you could be right. they shot some of her parts, and then I thought I think they you were going right. to do some CGI. I think you're so all right. So to me, I think that it wouldn't, uh, from what we know, it wouldn't make a ton of sense. Okay.
0: I didn't think about that, actually. But yeah, you're probably right. But So you're you're saying that Kylo Ren
1: isn't going to kill Leia? I, I wouldn't, not in this one. <clears throat> okay. I don't know about nine. We'll see. I'll we'll wait. see. But no, I don't think it'll be in this one. Okay. I really hope that's not the way. I
0: mean, they could do better. They could find a better way to send her off. Um, into the sunset. Hopefully, that's not the way. I just think that's kind of a cop out, too. A yeah. little bit. I I don't know. But uh, all right, moving on a little bit more. Uh, what's up with Kylo Ren's like robotic band aid? We see it some of the trailer. Um, in the later part of the trailer, it's not on there. What do I don't you? Know if th- I know you're talking about. So when he's flying his little ship, he he the scar that he has. Right. It on it looks like just a like a robotic band aid. Like if uh. you look at it deeply it it looks weird i don't know i just think it looks stupid as hell like if you're gonna give him a scar give him a badass scar across the eye like anakin or some shit um i just wasn't a big fan of that and especially if we don't get it throughout the whole thing kind of weird i just thought that was kind of funny uh but how badass did finn look in his black suit that was some crazy shit um, and then his battle with Captain Phasma looked epic too. Should looked like it was blowing up in the background. Um, so, what do you think builds up to this fight? I think this is a dope ass fight. Yeah. He's kind of throwing his what it looks like a lightsaber, but it's like the thing he used yeah. in the Force Awakens against the stormtroopers. But uh, what what do you think builds up to this fight? Because well, it, it honestly looks like it could be
1: the end of the movie. Right. So, I don't know. What do you think here? Uh, so. Uh, two thoughts. First, before I answer that question, the thing that is going to be most intriguing to me is how they tie Finn and Poe into this. Yeah, because they're obviously supposed to be the number two and number three biggest characters in this. Definitely of the new characters. Yeah, but I feel like so much is going to focus on Ray that they've got to do a decent job of keeping those characters engaged in the movie. Okay, otherwise we're going to kind of they're not going to be gonna memorable. Be yeah. yeah, they're they're not going to be uh, iconic. Right. Um, so that to me is intriguing uh this this battle i mean it looks incredible i i don't know it, it's got to be like you said i think towards the end or it's got to be the climax where it, it's all hell breaks out yeah. all out war i just think it's weird though that we would be it would be phasma
0: and finn though you yeah know what but I mean?
1: remember phasma is the one who was like talked to finn at towards the beginning of force awakens and was like what are you doing, taking your mask off? Like she was probably a bitch of a leader to her, and he probably didn't <laughs> yeah. like her. No, so maybe sure. it's just some frustration, like, yeah. oh cash okay, here, I'm taking her.
0: Yeah. I, I think that looks epic. Um, it'll be cool to see how that pans out. Um, so we see the real Snoke. Yep. We don't get a hologram, we get the real Snoke. We see him in I said it in my breakdown, I don't know if it's human form or whatever, yeah. but we see the real him. Uh, and he had my favorite quote of this whole trailer. Fulfill your destiny. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's fucking awesome. Uh, any thoughts there? What do you think, Snoke? Is he going to play a big role?
1: Yeah, so you know me. The two biggest characters we had questions about going back from the last one was Maz yep. and Snoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is awesome that we're not going to get just hologram. Hopefully we get a little more info on Snoke. Yeah, I want some background. Is, yeah, what he's from. Um, and. Obviously, he's going to be more integral in training Kylo, yeah, bringing out some more hatred out of Kylo, and, and that's definitely what that quote's about. Uh, I just, I want a parallel between him and Darth Plagueis. Yeah, I, I, I want I it so you, bad. I mean, I think that's him. You think? I've told, I think I, he's it, the one that kills Darth Plagueis. I think that—that's uh, my theory, right? Okay. Plagueis, because well, Plagueis was the one. Well, who, didn't 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 um, Palpatine kill Plagueis? See, no one really knows. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, I think you're right. So yeah, I do think Snoke's Plagueis. Yeah, because remember he could he figured out how to live forever. Yeah, and to me it was, and then he trained Palpatine right. or
0: Sidious, and, and he got Palpatine to pal- killed powerful. Him. Yeah,
1: and so but I think he still knew somehow how to live forever. he found a way. Yeah, so that was my It'd working be, theory. That'd
0: but, be dope as fuck, yeah. dude. I love that. Um, yeah, so there's that. Hopefully we get. Hopefully he's a significant character. We'll find out. Um, all right, we talked a little bit about Poe, but. Um, also, BB I, 8, I mean, he was a pretty essential part in The Force Awakens. Uh, he was kind of the cutesy character, the comedic, the comedic relief. relief yeah. um, so, what do you think Poe and BB 8's role will be? Because they're kind of tied together.
1: Right. A and bit. did we even see really, we didn't really see much of Poe, and we only we got, got one like clip one, clip one mini of quote. Yeah, yeah, and like one tiny clip of BB 8. Yeah, see, again, I mean, that's that thing where right now the universe is so big with the old characters and the new yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the focus is on Ray and again, how they tie it all together is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you give everybody, you know, on screen time where it's not even, but it, it at least leaves an impact with your audience? Yeah. And that's the biggest question. I don't know. And what role would they be in? Um, is Poe going to just be flying around the whole time with BB-8 kind of as like, you know, the... R2 to Anakin, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, that, that, to me, is one of the biggest questions of this Star Wars movie. Yeah, and if you really
0: dissect what Poe says in this trailer, really his ambitions don't change from The Force Awakens. He's all about taking down the First Order, right. as he should be, but yeah. um, really, really there's no... I don't want to say he's not layered in that regard, but... I want to know more about Poe, and we didn't get a lot from this trailer, but maybe we'll get more background into his character. Um, this is a question I have for you, too. Do you think Porgs, the cute little animal he character, is, cute. he is definitely, uh, but he was with Chewbacca, i um, assuming, in the Millennium Falcon I assume, yeah. uh, in this trailer. Do you think that Porgs is just a ploy to sell merch? Think uh, it's kind of similar to Baby Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, um, or do you think he will have a significant role?
1: Yeah, so this is one of those scary things. Yeah, because remember the reason, one of the reasons why the first trilogy, or the technically the second trilogy, but the prequels, one, two and three, yeah, are you going to Jar Jar? Sucked because they went with like all of these weird creatures trying to sell merch, trying to be too cute, yeah, and, and it didn't work. Uh, I hope it's not. I hope he has some type of role, but it's not bad if it's just one character. Sure. But hopefully, it's not like a whole planet, a whole story that yeah. we have to learn. Because honestly, that's not the interesting part. Exactly, he's just a cute little thing to look at. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's kind of compelling that you say that because we we talk both of you and I when we first saw this, we talked about how this was a dark ass trailer, right. and then we get this cutesy yeah. character that could potentially. Have the outcome of say a Jar Jar Binks, right? So I th- think that's kind of interesting. Did you also see the Arctic Fox and uh, the First Order walkers? The First Order walkers look dope as hell. Were they, they were in the very beginning. Yeah. Were they, what were they? What color were they wearing? They're just gray, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. the weapon yep, that yep, they walk yep, yep, and yep, they yep. shoot. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know what the Arctic Fox was. And That was just like a mini brief say little clip where it just looked like a. A fox, but he was just icicles. I just thought it was interesting. I just think it's weird how they're pulling out these little creatures. I I think it's cool how they're kind of showing them. It'll be interesting to see how they play into the plot, if they do at all. Um, Here's a deep question that I know you've been itching to talk about. You you mentioned her earlier, but uh, where's Maz? Um, We predicted her role to be very significant um, in previous podcasts but why hasn't she been in in any of the trailers
1: yeah so to me there's kind of two theories one maybe she's the one character because uh, again star wars going to show you the loop um, or throw you for a loop yeah maybe she's the loop maybe she's the one we're not going to talk about at all and then she's going to have a huge role in this movie yeah or two she's going to have a smaller role to- towards the end of the movie and then have be a big be part a bigger one in the, the last next one, one. So okay. those are what I would assume, but yeah. again, I don't know. I will be disappointed if she doesn't have a pretty decent. Role I think first. she will.
0: Yeah, there there has to be a reason why Star like the the trailers aren't showing her. I think it's be, it's probably to deflect right. our attention to other things when she's going to have a big thing. Like you said, Star Wars does a great job of throwing things at us when we're not thinking about it, right. and I think that's going to happen. I, she has to have a big role. She,
1: Especially because of the actress herself, Lupita Nyong'o oh, yeah. is a great actress. Definitely, you don't have her in Star Wars for ten minutes in yeah. the first episode. You I, know, so, that's a great way to look and, at it. And she's got, she's got Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, you've got to give us an answer. As I mean, to why she had, she had, the she lightsaber.
0: had answers to. Right. I mean, R- Ray's whereabouts for Han before he right. died. So, she has to know something. Can I tell you? I don't know. I think we talked about this a while ago. I have like a possible. Not spoiler, but rumor about her for another Star Wars movie. Okay. Can I lay it on you? Yeah. You might be pissed.
1: No, go for it.
0: So I heard, I saw a headline. It was a rumor, not confirmed, but she may show up in the Han Solo
1: spinoff. Yeah, I mean, I would believe it. She definitely has a connection with Han at some point yeah. because they were very good friends. She... As a little girl, crush on uh, Chewie. Yeah. So I mean, see, I, that's
0: that's the shit that I love. That's the shit that like Marvel does great right, at. They, they, they intertwine them. They intertwine trilogies and they intertwine, intertwine you know, Avengers with other solo spinoffs. Um, I the only thing that I want Star Wars to do, I I really want them to piece together the prequels. Like they're yeah. they're kind of just ignoring them because they got bad reviews and everything. I want I want a definite like attachment to the prequels. Right. Link everything together. Give me all that nostalgia. I know I'm asking a lot, yeah. but I would love that. Um, I, I I personally think Maz has to have a big role. I, uh, you, I remember we've talked about this on this podcast before, but you spotted her uh, like statue type thing, thing in yeah. the the episode one. I think it was the one, one with yeah. Darth Maul, Phantom Menace. Yeah. I think, yeah either way in
1: Luke's little like cave thing.
0: Yeah, either way just with that speculation out there. I mean, she has to have a big picture type role, right. you know. Especially I mean? because
1: she's got like this remember she talks about she's seen a lot of eyes. So yeah. she's got like this almost future teller yes. sense to her she, yes. where like bold Another rough draft here. but <laughs> I love theories. Yeah, we love I, it. At some point to me, I think it's going to be Ray might be confused, torn, good, bad, and she goes to Moss for some answers okay. of her past, trying to get more um, and try to get more understanding of who she is, where she's from, huh. and all that. I mean, yeah, that'd Mas be cool. tries to point her in the right direction. That'd be cool. All
0: right. Uh, so I saw this picture floating around on the Internet, and I had to share it. Uh, so... You, you've seen this picture, right? Yep, yep. Okay. So I put out a picture on her Instagram and her Twitter. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, so in every poster, the villain overlooks the characters in the background of these posters. Luke is in the background of the latest poster for The Last Jedi. So could this be a hint that Luke turns to the
1: dark side in The Last Jedi? What do you think? So to me, I think it's going to be more... Not Luke's bad. I don't think there's any way they make Luke a dark char- like dark side character. I think it's more of Luke's going to be, A, scared to death, or B, just so fed up and think it's not his fight. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be more, he's just going to be indifferent, going to be, I'd rather just live out my years than fight. Well,
0: when we were talking about the trailer, you were talking how he kind of acted like a pussy in this trailer. Yeah. Do you stand
1: by that? Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think it's more... I'd rather just hide, enjoy my last few years, <laughs> rather than fight. In okay, a, you know what I mean. Yeah, so I think it's more of indifference from him. Yeah, that that is kind of seen as bad, seen as a pussy, seen as not willing to fight. Okay, not willing to join the rebellion. Um, and then towards the end, he's gonna get that itch, and he's he's ultimately gonna be he's gonna the be Luke Skywalker of, you know, Star Wars the hero. Okay, all right. Any last thoughts on this epic ass trailer? It is a great trailer. I kind of hope they don't drop anything else. No. Um, let us yeah, let's speculate. It, leave it where it's at. Um I hope I hope I hope they do not take the easy roads here. Be creative, think outside of the box. Yeah. This is it's easy and hard at the same time. It's 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 easy to be to 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 it let me It's hard. <laughs> to piece this all together in a way that makes sense uh-huh. but it's easy in the sense that they have so many different avenues to make it possible that you can't get complacent and just because if, if if it is kylo and ray are brother and sister what we saw with seven was basically number four what you're basically saying is we're just going to rewrite the old trilogy, the original trilogy yeah. yeah don't do that make it your
0: own i agree keep it moving. I agree. And I think the fact that J.J. Abrams is signed on for uh, the next yeah. one, I think that's good because it brings some continuity. Yeah, he's it brings continuity and he's going to want to make it his own, right. I think. Okay, so that is Star Wars talk. Um, a new trailer dropped today, earlier this morning. Black Panther. Um, I personally think this, this movie looks dope as hell. I agree. Um, so... Uh, did you see the trailer today? I haven't seen the full trailer. The full I think thing? I saw like bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. Okay, that that's fair. Uh, so, this country kind of looks like it's like a mixture of new technology blended in with like old tra- traditions. And uh, Black Panther is the king of this country. I think it's called Rwanda. I don't know for sure. Um,
1: Rwanda is an African country. It's
0: it's an actual African country? Yeah. Damn. Taquanda? A- I don't know. I don't know what it is. We need Jordan Bryson for that one. But, uh, Either way, it it's, it looks very cool. I mean, yeah. you have the ships flying. Well, don't have, we kind of
1: see bits and pieces of it at one point in Civil War? Yeah, I think we do. Um,
0: but the trailer really brings it to life. Uh, you see kind of the African culture with right. the way, the the things that the people in it are dressing, right. and you see then you get the ships and you got the Black Panther obviously, and right. so you you get this kind of this ironic. Thing going and I like it, it's cool, it's compelling. Um, so in the trailer, to me, it looks like there might be multiple Black Panthers. So, in it, you see, um, Chad Bozeman is it Bozwick or so Bozeman? I'm, I'm not 100% the, the main character sure. yeah. of the Black Panther. He goes into his little castle kingdom thing, and to me, it looks like he has multiple suits. So, I don't know if he's preparing like a Black Panther army. Uh, So that could be kind of cool. And then the villain, Michael B. Jordan, who I think is very intriguing here, uh, his name is Killmonger. So take it for what that's worth. But uh, he looks like he transformed into his own Black Panther suit type thing. Um. So that will be interesting. Um, So first of all, my main question, I guess, do you think Michael B. Jordan will be a good villain?
1: It'll be interesting. We have never really seen him in that role. He's always been kind of the good boy or like troubled kid, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's an interesting role from him for uh-huh. him. Um, if he can pull it off, I think it's going to show his diversity um, yeah. with characters. Uh, it's going to open him up for, I think, just absolute superstardom going forward. Definitely. Um, kind of to piggyback off what you were talking about with the multiple Black Panthers. Uh, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about Black Panther, Same. like the comic, or yeah. anything like that. Um, but I, I, my gut reaction would be um, because I think his father was like the prince or the king or whatever yeah. before. So I'm assuming it's a family type dynasty. Yep. Is that maybe the Black Panther was whoever the king or the prince was at the time? And it's one of those things where it's just passed down from generation to generation. Could be. Where each has their own suit and each kind of makes okay. it their own thing. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. That's just kind of my that's your gut theory? reaction. So. Uh, in which case, I think that could be really cool. Sure. Either way, this movie, it can go so many different ways, and it's going to be so new, and it's just going to be a complete different Marvel movie. Oh I hell think, yeah! That it's going to be just absolutely incredible. I think there's no way this movie
0: tanks. I think no, it, not at all. It, it just looks too cool. Um, you got the music.
1: You, I mean, it, it's right. heavily involved with rap, and, which we like. And, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, to get political or whatever, but there's not really an African-American superhero. No, this will be and the first so, one, really. So, I mean, it, it's going to bring in a different portion of demographics yeah. to this movie. Uh, and it's going to open up, I think, a ton more. So, And, and it's going to talk about African-American culture and all that stuff, too. So, I, I, I think this movie, has, I think it's a perfect time, honestly, for this yeah, movie. Yeah, true. Um, and, and I think this movie is going to be everything and then some. All right, I can't wait. Uh, so... I don't really
0: know. This is another kind of Jordan Bryson question. That's our resident superhero movie expert. But do you think this will be an origin story before his introduction into the MCU in Civil War? Or do you think it will pick up right where that movie kind of left off with yeah, him? Yeah,
1: that's tough. I, I feel like it, it's it got to be an origin story. Yeah. Um, just because he was just a Or maybe we get a little bit Civil Civil of flashbacks, War. you know? Yeah, I, I could see that kind of a flashback to present day yeah. to where it kind of ties in. But I would I tend to lean that it's going to be more of an origin story just because they got to give us something because we just don't know much about Black Panther because he was just kind of thrown in. Yeah. Okay, and we talked about
0: our expectations. I mean, you're, they're obviously high. Yeah. W- oh, easily. Yeah, very high. Okay. All right. High expectations for Black Panther. We have a lot to get to, so let's move on to the Justice League trailer. Um, this begins with Superman and Lois Lane. It turns out to be a dream. Really, how big of a role do you think Superman will have? And why do you think they're avoiding him in these trailers? We know he's fucking alive. Yeah. You know? So,
1: first and foremost, when this trailer was. When it dropped, I was like, "Bro, you watching Fox? Like this trailer is incredible." Yeah, it, I, it was. A Are you re- talking the the first one? Because there's a new one too. I'm talking about the new one. Okay, that just dropped. Like, okay. not too long. Ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, did, texted, you did yeah. text me. That's right. Like that that was a phenomenal trailer. Yeah. hats off. That looked. It, that made me excited to go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I they're toying with us for some reason. I don't get why. Everybody knows Superman isn't dead. Like it, it's just I I don't get it. But I whatever. I mean. Do what you want. <laughs> they
0: want to keep it going. Yeah, whatever. Like, That's fine.
1: It's best kept secret yeah. in the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, or worst kept secret in the world. I don't know. It, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but I'm sure they're coming at it from some angle. Maybe Superman at the end comes back to life to save the day, whatever. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Superman's not dead. I I agree. All right. So
0: it appears that the world is kind of coming to an end in this trailer. Really, do you have any plot predictions based on this trailer? I mean, is oh, yeah. it kind of the easy route? Like, yeah. the world's coming to an end with Dooms the villain. Day, that, basically. Yeah, and yeah. they're all going to team up and save the world?
1: Yeah, is that easy? I, or? I think that's probably what it's got to be. Uh, I don't know. I, part of it is I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. And okay. I, I need to see that before this movie That's the saving out. grace in D.C. in yeah, my mind. Yeah, and I'm excited to see it. just haven't had the time. Yeah, uh, it's good. So, I, I don't know. I would assume it's going to be some type of... Oh shit, moment. We've all got to do this otherwise he's too powerful for one person.
0: Yeah, okay. Um I kind of have a
1: beta theory here.
0: Uh so I think I pinpointed DC's pretty big problem thus far. So y- you think of all these Marvel movies, even even Batman in pre in previous Batman trilogies like The Dark Knight. Trilogy. Yeah, the Dark Knight trilogies. There's an element to where it could truly happen. He's a vigilante, like he doesn't have a shit ton of superpowers. Iron Man, he's a rich guy, makes a suit and fights crime. Captain America, yeah, he has powers per se. He's super strong, but it's like a backstory
1: of how and
0: why. Yeah, it's like a real person, and I think to some degree, obviously, the Hulk probably can't happen in real life. But Thor, not in real life. Yeah, but the Hulk, but Thor is a god, and Hulk is also barely.
1: The Hulk in yeah. any of these, but yeah,
0: yeah. Keep going. So what I'm saying is, like, they don't they they use CGI, but they use it correctly, right? And I think just and really all we have to to argue this is Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman did have a lot of CGI special effects, but Batman Batman v Superman really pushed the limits. Okay. Like there was almost too much where you're like jesus christ like this like i don't i personally just don't like the movies that are like aliens flying and and like superpowers and gods coming down and just fighting each other and the whole world blows up like that's just kind of played out in my mind Mm -hmm. so and that that's what kind of scares me in this movie because we obviously kind of see that in this new trailer um but i think that's the real big problem is it like DC relies too heavily on CGI and special effects. And obviously, I know that Marvel uses CGI and special effects. But to me, there's just some element of like, this could possibly happen. Like, I don't know yeah. if that's the right way to say it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Where like, we know it's never going to really happen, but yeah. this is the most realistic of the options. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Where it's, it's not like, Electric, electricity is coming from my hands and like the world's blowing up and I'm using swords and they're, you know, it's
1: just some, this is some of it's just too much here. But this, the underlying theme of that is Marvel gave us all the backstories of all these characters and we know why they have the powers and what they can do. Agreed. And we know that each person's strengths and where they're lacking. And that's why they all come together because they know Captain America, he can fly. Uh, Hulk's got super. You know they know each other's strengths and they can play off that. DC has just rushed into give everybody all at once. We'll explain later. Yeah, and they've they've gone ask backwards about it, and that to me is the underlying problem of all. Okay, this. all right, that's fair. Uh, the
0: Flash kind of looked like he could provide some comedic relief. I thought his little wit at the end there was kind of funny. Wasn't
1: Aquaman going back and forth with Batman? Wasn't he like? Wasn't Batman kind of shit talking Aquaman? Yeah. When he like, it, about it, it seemed yeah, like Aquaman didn't want to join. Or something, yeah. yeah,
0: Aquaman didn't really want to join the Justice League. And he was like, That's the opposite of the saying. He said some yeah. stupid ass saying, uh, cliche thing, and Batman was like, That's the opposite of the saying, something like that. But at the end, the bat signal flashes, and he's like, Oh, that's that's you, we gotta go. Like, <laughs> like I just thought it was kind of funny. I think Flash could be not the saving grace, but kind of the comedic relief right. character we could, kind of like a Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I think from the Civil War. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that's one you have. Have you seen Spider-Man yet? Either the no, Homecoming. I seen that one yeah, either. that's a good one too, and he's definitely funny. So, um, Flash could be that character. My question here is: uh, Who are you most excited for? We've we've the world has been inter- introduced to no. Wonder Woman. So, out of the new ones, Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg. Who are you most excited out of those three? I'm most
1: excited to see Aquaman, just simply how do they use him? Yeah. How does he tie into this? I agree. That's about it. That ties in with the CGI
0: special effects. How can they make it realistic enough to appreciate, I guess. Um, So, yeah, I agree with that. I'd choose Aquaman, I think, too. Um, So after two or three trailers, what are your expectations for Justice League? I'll tie in this so we can move on as well. The future success, do you think it depends on
1: this movie? Yes, okay, I do. Because if it's a bust, I think you gotta blow it all up. It's done. You can maybe keep on with the Wonder Woman by herself for a couple movies. Uh, If this movie is good, you're gonna get some people hang around, see another movie or two. You have to perform in those. Yeah. If this movie is unbelievable, you're gonna change a lot of minds. Now you can kind of you know start to work your magic, Mm -hmm. start to cut into uh, Marvel a little bit. Okay. So I mean that yeah, it's definitely got. Uh, this has to be a good movie. No, okay. no ifs, ands, or buts. Agreed. Uh, if it sucks, I think DC's done. Yeah. Um, the expectations are hard. I, after I, I didn't have very high expectations, I think I've made that clear. Yeah. Uh, but the second trailer I thought was really freaking good. Mm. Um, so it, it got me excited for it. Um but still, it is DC. There's going to be a ton of plot holes. Yeah, um, probably I'm tired of Superman pretending to be dead when we know he's not. <laughs> True. Um, so they're not. They're not very high. Yeah. It, okay. It's about half of what my expectations would be for a Marvel movie. Wow. Okay.
0: So two things before we move on. One, I I don't. They've put too much money into these movies and to the future movies that I don't think there's any turning back even if this movie is god awful I think they're going to you know fight Close through anyway. fight through the reviews and do their thing um but I think a lot is riding on this um one thing that I have heard early reviews are in and they are fairly positive I have heard um I've seen that headline so there may be light at the end of the tunnel. So hopefully... I'm really rooting for DC. Yeah, no, I I am too. I I am. So hopefully it uh, performs well. Uh, This can be... These last couple can be quick because I want to get to music. We have a lot to talk about there too. Uh, The Avengers Infinity War trailer rumors. It has been confirmed that the Infinity War trailer will debut before the year's end. So do you think they will decide... Marvel, that is. Do you think they'll decide to attach this trailer to Thor Ragnarok? Or Star Wars The Last Jedi, both of them being owned by Disney and Marvel? Or do you think they just decide to randomly release it online?
1: I think they'd be smart to do it with Star Wars. Okay.
0: I I would be okay with that. That'd be lit as hell. I've also heard Jurassic Park may be attached uh, to Star Wars The Last Jedi too. So the franchise films are coming out in full swing. On Star Wars, possibly. Um, have you seen the leaked version of Avengers Affinity War trailer from the Disney convention? Shitty ass quality. It was like pirated from a theater, uh, but you get the gist of it. Um, have you seen it? I have not. You've not? Okay. Basically starts with Thor falling from space onto the Guardians of the Galaxy ship. We also see Spider Man, Black Panther, Thanos, who just to point, put in this. Uh, Marvel wants to make him the Darth Vader of this generation. Good luck. Uh, We also see Bearded, Captain America, and more. Um, My question is, do you think this has potential to top the Last Jedi trailer?
1: It's got the characters to do it. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Marvel's also not one where they're going to give much away in Mm -hmm. their their trailers. Trailers. Uh, They're pretty bland. Um, It's kind of just, here's some of the characters you're going to see. Here's a funny little Iron Man joke. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. Just
0: to get you hype a little bit. Right. It's,
1: yeah. the, it's really a teaser, not a trailer sure. for Marvel. Sure. So, I, I don't expect anything to be too big. but Okay. Maybe because they're coming to an end, maybe they're like, fuck it, let's give them a show. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you a Fast and Furious fan? I've seen them all because I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, like I, I, I technically saw the last one. It was at a drive-in. Uh, it was cold as shit. I was tired, fell asleep, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't hear it. So, That's funny. Uh, I, I, we don't have to talk about a lot of this. A my just... rumors, or my rumors, my roommates uh, in college were big Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious guys. Movies, fans. Um, so I got dragged to all of them. And then we watched them all so I could just talk shit about them all. That's funny. Okay, uh, so we won't
0: spend a lot of time on this, but let's just tell the facts. Uh, Universal pushback. Fast and Furious Nine from April 19, thousand nineteen, to April tenth, twenty twenty, basically a whole year. Uh, a day later, Universal announced its plans for a spinoff starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jason Jason Statham, that is set to hit theaters July twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. Basically. This spinoff pushed back Star- or Fast and Furious 9. Uh, apparently, Tyrese, who is included in these movies, yeah. was pissed. Apparently, he yeah, thinks The pin- Rock is selfishly taking over the Fast and Furious franchise. E-L- Any brief E-L- thoughts? ELE
1: or let him beef. ELE or let him beef. I, I let, let, em, let yeah, their ass beef. Let beef. I like uh, that. Two things. One, um, it was The Fast and Furious's decision to do the spinoff. So yeah. I'm not sure that's The Rock's fault. Yeah. Two, um, Tyrese. The Rock is the biggest movie star in the world, right? Now. Exactly. Possibly our next president. So <laughs> he, no. Uh so uh he's gonna take over your franchise, deal with it. Damn. He probably he already has. Touche. I agree. And you're like the fifth most important character in this whole <laughs> series. So. Damn. Got him, coach. All right, brief, brief. And brief. Luda's a better athlete or better actor than you. Damn. You, I do you, like Luda in these. You movies. gunned his life. I think I think Luda's Actually, a pretty good actor is he? Yeah, lit. All right, uh,
0: brief brief little notes here. Jared Leto is going to star in a Hugh Hefner biopic, and Bradley Cooper was less. offered the role for Vince McMahon. Intrigued. You're both both intrigued.
1: No, Jared Leto as Hugh Hefner could care less. Okay. Bradley Cooper as Vince McMahon very intrigued. The
0: only thing I would be skeptical about the Vince McMahon is it going to be like produced by WWE Studios and just like a puff movie yeah. for yeah. WWE. That I would not be interested in. Yeah, but be. I don't think I, would go watch Co- Bo- I don't Bo- think
1: Bradley Cooper would do that.
0: Okay. All right. Time for some music talk. This is gonna oh, be big oh too. I might, might lose we're an hour too. in here, but uh yeah. So
1: we'll find out. All right. So if you are easily offended by political talk, um go ahead and hit, hit pause hit and pause, don't, don't don't skip what, a little bit. It is what
0: it is. Yeah. Get triggered. We don't care. Uh so Eminem... He dropped a freestyle at the BET Awards. Uh, I kind of want to play it for people out there. We can cut it it up here. Um, Let's listen to it right now. It's
2: the calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I going to start this off? I forgot. Oh, yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid... Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time she talks, she gets a ma- Ah, I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops, and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Cause you don't got the nuts, like an empty asylum. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. Cause that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. Yeah, sick tan. That's why he wants us to disband, cause he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, cause he's in quicksand. It's like we take a step forwards then backwards, but this is his form of distraction. Plus he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that, and instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers Then says he wants to lower our taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trips back and forth with his family, to his golf resorts and his mansions? Same shit that he tormented Hillary for and he slandered, then does it more. From his endorsement of banning support for the Klansmen, tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's black and comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa, fork in a dagger in this racist 94-year-old grandpa who keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable factors. Now, if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of bats who fought for us, you bastards! Unless you're a POW who's tortured and battered cause to him you're zeroes cause he don't like his war heroes captured! That's not disrespecting the military. that! This is for Colin! Ball up a fist! And keep that shit ball like Donald the bitch! he's gonna get rid of all immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. Well, if he does build it, I hope it's rock solid with bricks. Cause like him in politics, I'm using all of his tricks. Cause I'm throwing that piece of shit against the wall till it sticks. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line you're either for or against. And if you can't decide who you like more in your split on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. F- you. The rest of America, stand up. We love our military and we love our country, but we hate Trump.
1: Eat. He eat, uh, eat, he eat. annihilated Trump, I think, a little bit. A little bit. What do you think? He, he definitely went after him. He did. Uh, let's just say Eminem is uh, not on the fence. Yeah, <laughs> the bearded, slim, shady. Yeah, I love the bearded, slim,
0: shady so far. All right, so uh, this is very polarizing, very compelling. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people. Some people may be triggered. Yeah. It is what it is.
1: Let, um, let's start with. I kind of gave a disclaimer right at the beginning. Let's start with one more. Okay. If you are a, a pro-Trump person, because obviously me and Trey are not, are not. Uh, if you are pro-Trump, this is not to demean you. This is not to say you're a racist or an idiot or yeah. any of that. This is just. You. I
0: really want to spark conversation right. with this. Right. Right. Like, and, and, and you're we'll... going
1: to hear our honest, brutal opinions. Yeah. Um, you know, I for one try to be as fair-minded as possible. I try think you do from, a great job at that. Try on to here. see it from both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna try to do that here. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I have my own biases. They'll show in a little bit, no yeah. doubt about it. Um, but I, I, I want everybody to understand that we're not trying to. We're not bashing Trump or Trump supporters. I just want to spark a conversation, right? And, and it's, it's. We're not trying to say change your mind. We're just trying to honestly talk and have a dialogue. Exactly. And, and if you disagree, let us know. That's please too. Please um, do. But so that's what this. I think I hope that's what this is.
0: Exact it is. It is, and I think that was a good, good thing to say right there. All right. So first, before we talk about kind of the politics of it and stuff like that, um, what were your favorite lines? of the Yeah. Song? So the,
1: by far, my favorite line was the uh, he's trying to drain the swamp because he's in quicksand. Yeah. Um, just because one of the great play of words, obviously, Trump's big thing was drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Um, And then talking about quicksand, you know, falling poll numbers, all this stuff going around him where uh, popularity is going down and he's trying to do anything he can to save himself. Yeah. I thought that was just lyrical genius out of him. Oh, yeah. I got to throw in the racism's the only
0: thing he's fantastic for. Because he gets his fucking rocks off and he's orange.
1: <laughs> Obviously,
0: the thing from the Fantastic yeah. Four made of rocks.
1: Look at LeBron James' Twitter if yeah, you don't get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't.
0: He has a nice little explanation for you. Uh, I Part of me thinks that a little bit of this was written. But the fact oh, that he yeah, can come I mean, up with this shit yeah. and piece it together
1: it's pretty impressive definitely yeah i mean i don't know how how much of it was freestyle or not but definitely parts were written i mean no doubt yeah
0: but that that you said it too with your line but that line too just lyrically fucking insane um this whole thing was just the way he pieces together words the the rap ability politics aside you got to admit the dude is incredible um so there's that any other lines that Really got you going. I would say let's
1: just go right in. Okay. All
0: right. So this this blew up, blew the fuck up on social media. I'm still seeing stuff about it on multiple platforms Facebook, Twitter, the internet. Period. Uh, Lots of people had lots of things to say about this freestyle. Um, And some people were quite triggered. I mean, basically, the Trump people did not like it, and the people against Trump loved it. Uh, It is what it is. Um, do you personally think Eminem said anything that was out of place?
1: So it's hard. Um,
0: I mean, because, I, I mean, I don't want to show your lines here, but obviously you're not a Trump fan. Right. So obviously we're going to say, no, nah, he said everything. Everything he said was good. Everything he said was true. Right. But trying to be uh, as unbiased as possible, do you think he said anything that was really wrong? So I don't. Th- this that, is, the, is that a
1: hard question? I, no, we, it. Because again, I'm trying to give you a little bit of what I think. Where some of the angst and okay. anger is coming from on both sides here. Um, well, from one side, as far as anger, I, to me, I think what the problem is is how we talk about the office of the presidency, the weight that that holds. Yeah. Um, and for some people, it's regardless of who's in the office, the way we talk about it shouldn't be like I'm a fucking not like he said I'm gonna fucking kill him or anything like that. But, like, there should be a certain amount of respect that is due to it, you know? Yeah. Now, with that being said, I don't think he said anything that was so over the top that it was appalling or should have been taken that offensively um, or even said some things that weren't necessarily true. I think most of what he said, I think, you can make an argument was dead or spot on. Uh, so I, there's that balance there, yeah. right, where yeah. it's it's you don't want to disrespect the weight of the office, um, and maybe the weight of the office should carry respect with it, and you should, you know, not use some choice language. You know what it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's where some of the anger comes from, and then obviously, I mean, the majority of the anger is just we love Donald. You know, Trump supporters. We love Donald Trump. You're attacking Donald Trump. Yeah. Now you're an enemy, basically. So. Okay. All right. So the compelling part
0: for me, I think it's be- compelling because obviously Eminem is white. Right. And I'm sure a good portion of his fans are probably Trump supporters. Not saying that black people can't support Trump, but right. I think a big portion. The, the
1: majority of Trump supporters, a large majority are white.
0: White, yes. Um, I And with him saying, any fan of mine that's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line. Do you think that this
1: sparks like a relevant conversation? So I don't know. So this one is the one that I thought it was, first off, uh, it takes balls for Eminem to say that. Yeah. If you know... I, I don't know the majority or the number. Let's throw out a number. 50% of his fans are Trump supporters. Eminem's. And It's probably larger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Eminem fans are Trump supporters. Okay. He's he's going to have an album coming out later. I know he's not hurting for money or anything like that, but you're going to lose half of your sales there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get half of your fan base giving you death threats or calling you like a piece of shit or you know, whatever it may be on social media. Yeah. You're gonna piss off at least half your fan base. Yeah. That takes balls to hell yeah go out and do that. So I, I, I think that's interesting. One thing that like I, I, I I'm confused on, and this kind of started with the football taking a knee knee thing, is are we so like unapologetic about our politics that if someone takes a knee what well, we just can't even watch it anymore if you're making one political statement at the very beginning of the game which doesn't matter for the actual game itself if you mm-hmm. just don't watch the first 5 minutes that we can't we can't associate with uh, the 49ers because we're Trump supporters or we can't associate with Eminem now because he made one song about Donald Trump like we can't just say you know I love Eminem I, I've always loved him I didn't like that song. Yeah. Still buy his album. I'll listen to it if it's not all about Trump. I'll probably like his album. Like, can we not separate yeah. one thing from another? You I know agree. What I mean? like, no, I totally know what you mean. We're so, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, tribal in our ways. You know, uh, oh, I'm a Trump supporter, so everything I have to do circles around. It's like politics has taken on. This is my identity, mm-hmm. and everything else has to be shaped by that identity instead of, like, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this. Yeah, these two might not mix great, but I still like this, and I like this separately are, like, pieces of this. Sure. Where it's, like, I'm so for Trump that now I can't like football. I can't like it. You know what I mean? No, like, I, That definitely. tribalism, to me, is alarming. Yeah. Okay. Um
0: I'd like to talk about... I, this is really compelling. I, I listened to, not an interview, but kind of a breakdown of the freestyle, and it compared this. And I, I think it's very relevant, and I want to talk about it. Um, so the elements from Eminem song, White America, from the Eminem show. It's a his second, no, third album. It's been a while. Uh, and I'd like to translate them to this freestyle and today's political outlook. Uh, basically... What I'm saying is Eminem is one of the most popular rappers and p- polarizing pop culture figures, maybe of all time, definitely of today's generation, whether it be for his race or his talent. The the reason I put that in there is because some people do argue that Eminem is overrated as a rapper, but the fact that he's white propels him into that right. greatness and in that forefront. Popularity. So, the popularity. And... So whether you think that it's because of his race that puts him at the forefront or his talent, he is one of the most popular rappers and polarizing pop culture figures, period. Whether it's for his race or his talent. But do you think if anyone can start the conversation for change, is Eminem the right person to do so? The reason I ask this, I want to pull it back into my last question. With him, bas- I mean, basically, we, we are saying that a big majority of Trump supporters are white, yeah. are male. That's basically a lot, a big portion of who Eminem is talking to. And um, with that question in hand, uh, I also want to say that, um, I don't know if you, do you know of Vince Staples? Mm-hmm. He's a rapper. Yeah. Um, very funny, very polarizing character on Twitter. Uh, he makes good music. He went off about this freestyle and really kind of muddied muddied the waters on where he stands. Like I don't know. Basically, I think he is trying to say, um, I think he's trying to say like he doesn't want people. He wants people to admit that they like Eminem and they think Eminem is good because he look he looks like us. I so I am saying that I like Eminem. I think he's a great rapper, the greatest rapper, but I also will admit that the reason I got into Eminem's music is because it was kind of polarizing and compelling because back when I was a kid, like it was cool to listen to something that was cussing, but also to hear it from someone who looked Kind of like me. So I am saying that openly so Vin Staples won't come at us because I know he listens to Are You (laughs) Entertained? But that I think it was a big thing that he was trying to argue that a lot of people didn't fully understand and see in his Twitter rant. So with that being said, going back to my core question, do you think Eminem is the right person to make this argument because he's at the forefront, whether it be for his race or his popularity? Okay. There it is. I I
1: want to can I, I I'm going to walk that question back a little yes,
0: bit. Yes. I that was a lot. Sorry. No, but. yeah, it's fine.
1: So you talk about White America. Don't forget he also did Mosh. Yes. Uh, that's another political song. Another political song he's done. Um uh, Love the Way You Lie, Love the Way You Lie part 2 about uh domestic violence, sexual assault, like Toy Soldiers about gun violence. He's had different um while not all actual about politics, political messages, yeah, or hot button issues, hot button issues. Um, he's been the one person in the entire industry that is willing to talk about it seriously, push the envelope, right? In yeah, so push forward an agenda, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, he went after Bush and Mosh. He went after Bush and White America. Uh, so, so if anybody was going to do it, I don't think it was surprising that it was Eminem. Mm-hmm. That's my initial thing there for me i didn't get into eminem because he was white i got into him because i fell in love with lose yourself I, I mean that to me was the greatest song i'd ever heard at the time i and i would agree uh i remember me and you sitting in your dad's car listening to that song on repeat <laughs> like everywhere we would go Yep. Uh, so i mean that's honestly what it was it, it had nothing to do with his that he was white to me um coming from where i've come from I, I, you've had a similar background as me um i have a little bit different experience than you um i come from des moines iowa it's a pretty diverse city for the most part went to public school my entire life where i was around um african americans latinos asians whatever i was around a wide set mm-hmm. now again majority white um But I was uh, like, there's not a race or a person or anything where I am uncomfortable around, or I am inherently just don't understand their culture because I've been around a lot. Um, now with that said, then I went to private school for high school, pretty much 90% of it was white. Mm -hmm. Okay, these were people that um hung out with one or two black people, and that's all they knew. Um, and they didn't understand a lot of the culture. I wore baggy shorts and a backwards hat. Still do. And they would call me a gangster and all this <laughs> shit. Like they like legitimately, that's yeah. what they thought like a, a gangster was. Mm-hmm. So, and then I went to the University of Missouri, which I know you did for a brief time. Um, but I I, saw, I met these people from rural Missouri um, who they weren't racist, but they were just so unfamiliar um, with different cultures. That you saw these racial um, biases, these racial um, undertones yeah. that just inherently came out because they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Not because they hated black people, they just didn't understand them. Okay, and then you saw, or then I went to school with a lot of people from St. Louis and Chicago where it was all urban, it was all African American, it was, you know, yeah. uh, and, and their lifestyle is completely different than mine. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is we lose this um, – first off is white people are scared to admit that all of us at some point have had some type of racist thought, some type of whatever it is. If you were walking down the street alone in an alley and saw a black person and thought, okay, a little bit scared. Or you know what I mean? Like everybody has some type of racial undertones, African-American, black people too. Mm-hmm. It, it's inherently who you are, Inherent. You know, it's 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 not something you want to practice. It's not something of who you are. It happens. That doesn't mean you're racist, Mm -hmm. okay? But you have to be able to understand other people from different backgrounds. And you know what? It's not it's me with rural people. I don't really necessarily understand rural people and that lifestyle and get it because I'm a city kid. Mm -hmm. But and you know what? They might be white. I might I still don't understand them to the full effect that I do, a black person from the city. Can I interject one
0: thing? Yeah. So my take when you say, like I may not understand them, but the main thing, and I know, I know this is you. Like, I know this is the way you think. You, you may not understand them, but you don't have to understand them to respect, l- respect and value the, them. Exactly. Right. And I know, right. I know that's what you're trying to say. Right. I just want to say that.
1: Right. Yes. That, that's where I was leaning leading. Yeah. But also the other side of that is that's where we start to lose some of where we are as a culture right now is people don't understand each other. And because we don't understand each other, we don't like what we don't understand. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to get to understand each other, we'd just rather focus on us versus them Mm -hmm. rather than all of us together. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to put all the blame on Donald Trump because this has been happening for a long time in this country. But what Donald Trump has done and what some of what M is talking about in some of this is he has these racial undertones where he has really divided us as a country. Yeah. And I'm not, guys, this, uh, I can show you data. I can show you facts on this. I am a political nerd, political junkie about this stuff. I'm not just making shit up and talking in generalisms. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is pullable data. This is actual data I can show you. The divide in our country is greater now than it has ever been. And to my point, when Colin Kaepernick takes a knee What's Donald Trump say? That son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. When Steph Curry says, I don't want to go to the White House, he says, you're not invited. What do they have in common? When Eminem comes at him and Eminem yells at him, what does Donald Trump do? Doesn't Doesn't say say a damn word. Donald Trump, it's not. I don't think Donald Trump is a pure racist. I don't think Donald Trump says all black people. He hates all black people. I I don't honestly believe that. But I think there is a huge portion of this country that he doesn't understand. And he also knows... His followers, his voters don't understand them, mm-hmm. and so he, buys, he, 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 he He lays into their lack of understanding, sometimes their hatred, and he builds that divide on yes. purpose. And I think a
0: big portion of it is his ego. Like, obviously, yeah, he wants of. those votes, and he feeds into it, and he's not willing to swallow the pride and be like, all right, for the better of this country— I need to say something and do something where it will bring us together. Instead, he in his mind he says, "Fuck it, fuck those people. I'm gonna go with my followers, with my supporters, and say what they want to hear to further my agenda."
1: Right. He's talking about taking a knee and protesting for um, um, racial inequality or racial equality and police brutality. Um, There was another um, clan. rally in Charlottesville this week. Didn't say a word about it. The last Klan rally, what's he say? Good people on many sides. But everybody that kneeled is a son of a bitch. Yeah. That's the bad. That's the thing. That's the racial undertones I'm talking about. And and if you don't want to... If if you're just so close-minded about this subject that you think I'm wrong about that, uh, how can you say otherwise? Mm -hmm. Take a moment. Again, I'm not trying to belittle people. I'm not trying to say I I am 100% right. But... (laughs) Open your mind and just try to understand what some of these statements mean. If you are a black athlete, many of whom, not all, but many of whom have came from nothing. Yeah. Dirt poor, had to buy their mama a home when they got their first paycheck. They're a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But a white Klansman walking in Charlottesville with weapons and military And a polo and, shirt. And the Confederate flag. Not yeah. the American flag, the Confederate flag. Carrying tiki torches, saying, you know, exterminate all Jews, kill all the blacks. Many people, many good people on both sides. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Those, those aren't the words of a uniter. Those aren't the words of someone who honestly wants to help all people. Those are the words of a divider of who wants to focus on the people who are going to vote for him.
0: Yeah. And, okay, so bringing it back to the the kneeling... At the anthem, I just I, I want to further my point that it, so all right erase what I just said so the last little line that Eminem says because we're talking about Eminem here I'll I'll bring it round full circle so he says um, we love our country and we love our, our military right. but we fucking hate Trump I think that that line right there is pretty much sums up what the the argument that we're trying to get across in the whole kneeling thing. I think, it because I remember you specifically saying this in the last podcast, you can love your country and you can love our, your military and it can be separate. And I think the fact that Eminem said that was very important because my family, we had a big-ass argument about this. Them kneeling is not protesting the military. It's protesting police brutality and it is a peaceful protest for something that they believe in. We talked about it in this podcast that we may not, we may not understand it or know it. Obviously, we know why. Obviously, right. police brutality is bad, but I'm just saying from an African American mindset, we, we may not understand it, but we can respect it. You know right. what I mean?
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's just my
0: the,
1: my thing. Yeah. And this is the whole point. And someone, I don't know who said it, but it was the the smartest thing that I read about the whole kneeling thing, and I know we've talked about it in past uh, podcasts, but they said Rosa Parks didn't sit on a bus to boycott buses. Mm-hmm. She, she, you're not boycotting the buses. You're boycotting what the buses are saying, what the message of the bus is yeah. saying, of, of racial inequality. Black people sit in the back. White people sit in the front. Mm-hmm. That's why she sat on the bus. You're not kneeling because you don't like the national anthem or because the flag is out. You're kneeling because of what? In this country, there is police brutality. Right. And there is data to show that. Yeah. And the majority of it is towards African Americans. Again, what my quote was last week was, you can love your country and think that it is great. But also love your country and say it can be better. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's yeah. That's the that, quote that, I was that, going that, for. That's that's what it is. And you know what? If you don't, if you didn't like the Eminem song, okay. But I hope it at least. If anything else, I hope it just. Th- this is what I challenge, and it, 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 and not just the Trump people that listen to this, but to people that loved Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or side with Eminem on this. Open your mind and just, just try to listen. Don't, don't necessarily um, tell people why they're wrong. Listen to what they think. Totally agree. Find what their points are, and then try to have an honest conversation. There's, guys, there's, it, it, politics is important. I understand that. It, it shapes a lot of people's lives. Um, big decisions come from it. But there's more important things than politics. Okay? Uh, who we are as a people is, is way more important. How we treat each other, way more important. Mm-hmm. It, it, you should be able to have an open conversation about your politics, what you think, um, and, and be able to disagree with people. And At the end of the day, you're not going to be able to sway everybody, but you should be able to say, you know what? One of my best friends is a diehard conservative. Love him to death. We have a ton of political debates. At the end of the day, I still love him. He's, he's one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say, well, you voted for Trump, so we can't be friends. Yeah, L- Let's have an open, honest debate because that's what this country has always been about, and I I want to bring this point across too. Um,
0: like I, I briefly said that my family we had like a, a heated discussion about the kneeling and stuff like that. And one of the things that really pissed me off that my dad said to me was, "I didn't raise you to have a dumbass opinion like that." And it really it, that like I mean, it's my dad, so I didn't truly get pissed off. Yeah, but really, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, really, like. So you would rather me be quiet and have my opinion than say my opinion right. and spark the conversation own, right. for possible change. Yeah. Listen,
1: everybody is informed or has entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Um, the only thing I ask is, with your opinion, find find facts, find evidence. Have, have don't just think it or regurgitate what you've heard from Fox or CNN or MSNBC. Do your own research. Yeah. Find find out. If the facts support you, if if it's something you truly believe, or if it's something that's been drilled into you, yeah, and, and truly inform your own opinion, and before you say "fuck Colin Kaepernick," he doesn't deserve to be on a team.
0: This man has started something, and you Maybe. may you may think that. Oh, it's
1: not going to do anything. But we
0: are talking about it. You're probably talking about it. A lot and of people are talking. A lot of people are talking if about anything,
1: it. If anything, Donald Trump gave him a bigger platform. Yes, and, and Trump and uh, uh, just so you know, come Kaepernick's donated like millions of dollars for a lot of these organizations. Yeah,
0: and I, I just I want to say this because I think it's important. You never know what the end game will be with right. this. Colin Ka- Kaepernick has started something. He has started the conversation. He may be in the same chair as a Martin Luther King. I know that's a hot take and a hot, you know, comparison. But you never know where this is going to end. Hopefully it ends with peace, love, and positivity because it should. But this is the conversation that needs to be had. I don't, I'm not going to be quiet about it. You shouldn't be quiet about it. Like, like Brandon said, use facts, use data, but... The conversation
1: needs to be had. Don't every, just be quiet. Every major change has started with a conversation at some point.
0: Yeah, so I just want to say, before you say, fuck Colin Kaepernick, he's kneeling against the flag, I don't agree with that. That man may be the next Martin Luther King making that change. You know what I mean? Right. You know? I, just, yeah, I, I think I that's think, important.
1: I think I talked about it last time. When uh, Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech, the, watch, uh, the March on Washington, it pulled that around like thirty mm-hmm. percent, which is about uh, actually kneeling right now is I think around forty. Um, so I mean, change isn't always popular, but be on the right side of it. Yeah,
0: deep ass talk. I I, I truly like these talks. I yeah. mean, I'm not a political junkie like you, but I, I like to I like to spit yeah. this type of and, stuff and on you, podcasts. You, you know, we me. have a platform, right?
1: And you know me, and I, I I've always tried to stay whether it's even queer, a little even, bit. neutral I, I never like to give away my political beliefs i, I don't like to push it on people because some people really just don't want it mm-hmm. uh, and that I, I respect that um and again if you tuned into this podcast because you wanted to hear about sports and movies and some music and stuff and you really didn't enjoy this i'm sorry we'll try to preface it for your, so that you don't have to listen to it but we're not going to stop. It's an important issue. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pop culture issue. It's an issue that uh, is relevant. Whether it's touching your life right now or not, it's touching a many lot. other yeah. people. Uh, and so I think it's important to talk. And it's also, if you don't agree, it's also important to hear people you Another don't side. agree. Yeah. And so that goes to our our people that agree with Colin Kaepernick and agree with Eminem. I, I, I challenge you. go Go listen to someone else with a differing opinion than us. Don't don't just listen to us because we confirm your beliefs. Go listen to people who challenge your beliefs. Yeah.
0: I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. All right. So just uh, bring it around to a pop culture feel. We're going to talk about Eminem's upcoming album and yep. bring it around full circle. Um, so I hope if you're still listening to this and if we have triggered you in quotes, thank you for s- sticking with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for... Basically being a fan. I appreciate it. Um, so now we're going to get into Eminem's album. So another rumor has come out that says Eminem, Eminem's album will be dropping on November 17th. Uh, that's about a month from now. I hope it's right. Nothing has been confirmed, but God, I hope it is right. Um, So, first, do you think we should get our hopes up for this album to come out? I know your take on uh, rap albums. You know
1: me. I don't get excited about (laughs) any until we have it in our hands. Until it is out. (laughs) Until I can download it on iTunes.
0: That is fair. Uh, Apple Music. But here, here is my the real conversation after talking about the freestyle. So after hearing this freestyle about Trump, do you think we'll get a more serious album from Eminem? Think about how Jay Z capitalized on the critical acclaim that was 4:44 and the mature and adult topics that right. he rapped about on that album. So do you think we'll get more of that from
1: this Eminem we, album? We've kind of touched on this in past. I, I. I always stated i think it'll be a mix yeah. of um some shady uh mature m yeah i just uh, didn't
0: know if this freestyle kind of s- swayed your opinion right. a little I, bit
1: i think it'll definitely have more serious undertones uh but i think that's how eminem's albums have progressed in general sure the older he's gotten the more serious he's yeah. gotten uh still will throw in his slim shady songs. hell yeah but, uh, so I, I i think it'll be another serious album with a couple mixed in slim shady
0: okay now, would you rather have a more serious dad rap type album or a crazy no fucks given album from the Bearded Slim Shady See, I think
1: I, or, I, or a mix? I think the mix is the best. Okay. I, I think you get the best of both. Uh, I mean, uh, even if it's not necessarily politics, you know, like Love the Way You Lie was sexual assault. Yeah, Even if it's an issue like that, uh, maybe it's gun violence or something like that, you know? Uh, he can touch on some of these hot-button issues without it being all Trump. And I kind of hope he does. I don't want it to all be about Trump. Sure. He's made his point. Yeah. Uh, He's going to have— That might be played. Right. He's going to have lines about Trump, no doubt. I I foresee that. Yeah. I I will admit that. Uh I hope he finds other issues that I think are important that we need to have a conversation about uh, and touches on those.
0: Shit, when I talk about, like, dad rap and mature topics, I would appreciate— Maybe a song or a theme talking about how, how how his daughter Haley is maybe going to college and right. how she's become an adult like, and probably uh, experiencing like headlights, like headlights a little bit. Um, kind kind of the same themes that Kendrick Lamar touched on with his album "Damn" right. a little bit. Like I would appreciate the kind of in quotes dad rap from Eminem, but then again, I'm the type who loves the crazy pushing the envelope types um, slim shady back from like the slim shady LP and the Marshall Mattis LP. So I agree with you on the mixture. Um, I would love to see some dope features on here. Absolutely. I just want some piece of information. Like we get these rumors yeah. here and there, we get a rumored date, but I just give me something that I can hold on to. Give me a, a title. Give me a yeah, date. Give me pretty something. Good at keeping that shit. He down. I, I. I've said this. I tweeted it. I would not be mad if he just fucking randomly dropped it on November seventeenth. Pull a Beyonce. Pull a Drake. I will be happy as hell. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. All right. We're going to skip this last topic because yep. uh it's been fucking long we've held
1: you long we've held you hostage long exactly
0: enough. uh so any any last final thoughts before Just we head out
1: keep talking keep listening more than t- listen more than you talk if you can uh, uh again we we're peace love pot- positivity on this podcast uh we like to have funny goofy debates we like to talk serious um you know, let us know your thoughts. If if you like something, if you don't like something, let us know. We're uh, uh open minded enough to fix you know, our, our mistakes. Um so yeah. Peace,
0: love, and positivity and E L E E L E. L. E. All right. This is Are You Entertained? I'm Trey Lesio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Constantly Airy. Uh I've said, I, I've kind of hinted at this. I'm still going to hint at it. It's not ready to be fully announced, but I have some big fucking plans for the YouTube channel. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the iTunes podcast feed. Please check us out on SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. We're trying to take over the motherfucking world. We want you to be on the bandwagon, so please, please, please hop on. Um, Trying to get some merch on the way. Um, It's getting towards winter. I'm trying to get some sweatshirts put out there, some t-shirts. We're Hopefully, um, by 2018, we'll have a shop out on the website that you can get some merch if you're a big fan. Um, Really trying to pump this thing up, so tell your friends about the podcast, about the brand. I would love that, and I would appreciate that, and... Let's let's keep it going. Stay safe. Yeah.